0: Welcome to Right Now Workshop Podcast, where you can write a book and change the world. I'm your host, Kitty Buholtz, and this is episode 187 How to Have Fun When There's No Toilet Paper, coming to you on Thursday, March 19th, 2020. So this is a weird time of life, isn't it? <laughs> it's funny because having just come back from the cancelled London Book Fair. Uh, I met an awful lot of dystopian writers and hung out with them on the um, the day on the Monday when I did the self publishing show live event. There's probably 600-ish people there. Somehow, I managed to end up in a a little congregation of a whole bunch of dystopian writers, some of which wrote books a few years ago (laughs) that are remarkably similar to what's going on now. And I think there's probably a lot more people going, hey, this is too good a research to pass up. I think I'm going to write about it. Now, just so that you know, if you are sick, someone you know is sick or horribly worst case scenario, you know, somebody who's died and there are a lot. And that is horrible. And there's no amount of anything that can make that less horrible. But I am going to do this show from a position of comedy and mostly healthy people who are stuck inside. So if you will forgive me, if you are um, not in a place where you want to listen to the funny side of life, maybe wait and listen to this episode later. Because I am going to be really trying to cheer up everybody, encourage everybody, and, um, and also here's the other thing. There's an awful lot of people who suddenly find their kids are home when their kids are normally not home. And they're finding that they are home now because their kids are home or because also they are working at home in an unusual situation. So I'm having some guests cancel and reschedule because they're like, yeah, no, this is totally not going to work for me this week. So that's why you're listening to me, because I don't have anyone to interview today. (laughs) I have a lot more interviews coming up in the next week. I'm probably doing four or five interviews just in the next week alone. But uh, people really needed to kind of hustle, scramble, and figure out what their uh, temporary new normal was going to be. So, hence my idea, what can you do when you are mostly stuck at home? Well, I have to say that... um, The first few days after I got back from London, first of all, John's boss found out that I was in London, and so he asked John to stay home from work on Friday. So I got home at, like, um, not quite midnight on Thursday. And I have to say, John and I had like the best three-day weekend. Our church also decided to not do services and do live, live streaming. John and I were supposed to be on Sound and Media, but again, they asked us, strangely, not to come in because <laughs> I had been out of the country and uh, everybody's trying to be super duper careful, which is totally cool. I get that. So basically, I looked at it as an early birthday celebration weekend for me because Pretty much we didn't do anything that wasn't fun. The only things that we did were fun. <laughs> and um, it was it was a pretty fantastic weekend. And then Sunday afternoon, John got an email that his whole company was going to try to do work from home for two weeks. So we were like, okay, so now what are we going to do? Um, it's interesting because Sweden hasn't actually... Like, asked anybody to shut down. Um, so, apparently, uh, the pubs in Ireland were asked to shut down a couple of days before St. Patrick's Day. John saw some funny pictures of. Last year, St. Patrick's Day. This year, St. Patrick's Day in front of pubs. Um, Denmark shut its borders, closed things down. Lots of places have closed schools and stuff. Um, I don't have kids, so I'm not really sure what's going on with schools here. But as of a couple of days ago, I'm pretty sure my friends were still saying that their kids were going to school. Anyway, Sweden is on the let's be super duper duper careful, but not kind of forcing or making anything Um stop, close up or whatever. Though I think that the business building that is a part, uh, like right now, if I'm looking at you, I'm actually also looking into uh, the windows of this um, business building across the street. And I think that for the first time today, um, there wasn't anybody on one of the floors. So at least one business decided to uh, shut down. So a lot of people are doing um, non-mandatory choices uh, probably places that have a lot of employees like John's company has a lot of employees Uh, but it's it's weird because a ton of other places are still open so we walked through the mall almost every single business in the mall is still open I think out of a three-story mall I saw one business that was um, you know I not not shutting down, not go, leaving the mall or anything, just closed temporarily. Um, everybody else either had no customers or one customer. There was actually three customers in the bookstore. And I'm thinking, well, yeah, because people are trying to figure out something to do. The grocery stores are not very crowded. There's a few people. Um, mostly people are trying to stay their distance from people. One of my new friends from London is in Portugal. And he said, it's the weirdest thing because... He was lining up to get into a grocery store in Portugal and it felt like being in a line for like a hot club in New York or London or something because there was a bouncer at the door only letting in a few people at a time, presumably based on the number of people who left because they were trying to control the number of people in the grocery store. And my friend was like, it was so weird because a grocery store that's acting like, you know, a nightclub. (laughs) So... Anyway, maybe sharing some of these stories is making you laugh if you hadn't heard them all yet. But um, it does remind me a little bit of Midsummer in, in Sweden because Midsummer Day, this town is empty. I mean, this is, this is a city of 300,000 people. And there were times um, during the Midsummer period, but particularly Midsummer's Day, when John and I were walking outside going, you know... Has everyone been kidnapped by aliens? There's literally no one. Now granted in the summer John and I get up pretty early because the sun's sun's up long before I want to be up and we'll take a walk in the morning. So nobody, nobody. There's actually more people here outside walking around than there is during midsummer. So that's something. But um, John's busy trying to work so that's good. So uh, it's not like You know, one of us is trying to work and the other one's like, hey, pay attention to me. Though there is um, quite a lot of flirting going on between my office on one of the end of the apartment and John's office on the other end of the apartment. Probably the most fun thing is that John is cooking a lot, like one or two meals a day instead of a few meals on the weekend. So that's been awesome. And. The downside is that we haven't been going to the gym, you know, kind of just in case, whatever. Um so it's like okay, we can't we can't gain weight during these 2 weeks. We just can't. It's spring here. I need to put on shorts in a few months, hopefully. <laughs> um yeah, but it's been super duper delicious. Now, on the other hand, I can't blame John because I've been doing a ton of baking. I finally made John's mom's recipe for cheddar cheese beer bread. Holy crap. I only made half the recipe because it makes two loaves. So I wanted to make one loaf. So if I ruined it, I could figure out what I did wrong and then uh, try it again. Oh my gosh. We already finished it. When did I make it? I think I made it on Monday. And (laughs) it's Thursday morning when I'm recording this as I realize I have no one else to put on the show but me. And, uh, and we just finished it this morning, so basically three days, because it was Monday, uh, late Monday afternoon or early Monday evening by the time it, you know, came out of the oven and was ready to eat. Oh my gosh, this is so, so good. What am I doing tomorrow? I'm making more bread. <laughs> Plus, I made sea salt chocolate chip cookies yesterday. Mm, there actually was a reason for it because uh, some of the church leadership is having a meeting tonight. Um, part of it on Google Hangouts, part of it live in person, so long as we don't have a ton of people. And um, we're trying to figure out, yeah, how are we going to continue to help people and do things and whatever, find out what people need without actually being able to spend, you know, too much time together. And I don't know, one meter apart, it's uh yeah (laughs) so um yeah we're gonna try to brainstorm some of that stuff tonight so of course we need cookies because all meetings need cookies don't you agree if you agree You should come and hang out with me more because I love making cookies. And I'm making brownies today and a casserole tomorrow to take over to my friend who just had her first chemo yesterday. So sad because I told her I was going to come with her and tell her really stupid jokes and wear my stupid funny hat that will make me look ridiculous so I can make her laugh and not think about what she's doing. Um, But because of all the coronavirus thing, yeah, no visitors allowed. And um, one or both of her sons had the stomach flu. So her husband couldn't be there with her. He had to be with the kids. And poor thing went through the whole thing by herself. So I was sending her texts with um, funny videos from YouTube. So you do what you got to, right? You do what you can. Um, On the other hand, because I have fewer, i.e. practically zero, outside meetings and outside things and networking events and whatever that I would normally be going to doing or whatever, I find myself getting a lot more work done. So right this second, I'm thinking, I don't mind if we do this kind of self-quarantine, stay contained, don't do anything with other people for a few more weeks because maybe I'll finally get caught up with my to-do list. I have been, um, well, I found out that there was a problem with my um, permanently free superhero in disguise short story, which is the beginning of the Adventures of Lewis and Clark superhero series. So I got that fixed yesterday. Yay! as an ebook, the print book still has to be fixed because I realized I keep doing this stupid thing. All right. If you're watching on YouTube, I'm just going to show you. So I'll get a new cover for a book. Okay. Here's the, here's the latest, newest cover for Unexpected Superhero. Um, and I forget to change the title page that has the old kind of title in it. So like the font and everything has changed. And now look, it looks stupid. Stupid. Apparently, I also forgot to do it for Superhero in Disguise. So um, I need to work with my um, cover designer. That's what I was going to say. Graphic designer. Uh, So she's going to probably try to work on that this weekend. But anyway, so I found a problem that I didn't realize I had. And now I'm fixing that. So that's good. And I'm finally so that. On my little list of things that i was going to tell you about a whole bunch of them start with the word finally so I'm fixing that problem, which is good. I didn't know I had it, so it's not a finally, but I'm finally <laughs> getting my bullheaded superhero Valentine into print. I have a fan who actually gave me the title of it. Um, we were talking when I was writing the book on Facebook and I was asking people for to give me ideas of what they thought would be a good title. I put out a couple of ideas and then I said, just write in the comments if you have any more ideas. So um, Sherry came up with the title, my bullheaded superhero Valentine, and I'm like, you're getting." a free print book when it comes out in print. And that's been, oh, two years at least. So Sherry, I'm finally getting that worked on to get that in print as soon as possible. Uh, I am finally getting an account set up with Ingram. Uh, I got to talk to a couple of guys when I was in uh, London, which was totally cool and fun. I mean, like super awesome. I know I already said that last week, but oh my gosh, I had such a great time. Just totally nerding out. Um and i said you know I, i'm sure that i still have an old lightning source account from years ago that i ended up not using because it was a little complicated and a little more expensive than i could do at the time especially compared to create space so <laughs> Yeah, I'm finally getting an actual Ingram Spark account set up. So, yay! And uh, Joanna Penn was giving us a coupon code. You know, I should have written it down so I could tell you, but I think I told you last week. Uh, anyway, there is a coupon code where you could set up a book for um, and get charged charge zero for it. I think there's a $49 setup fee, so it just waived that setup fee. It's something like, it might be Nano 2019. Um, anyway. If you want to know and you can't find it anywhere, uh, I can find it written down in my notes somewhere. So um, send me a message on Facebook or Twitter or email, and I can find that code if you want it. It expires March 31st, so that's why the whole finally, finally I have to hurry up and get this done. And you too, if you haven't done it yet. I'm finally changing the theme for my Kitty Boo author website. It's only been the same theme for... I don't even want to know. Three, four, five years. (laughs) So I've been looking at themes and I haven't decided which one, but but there are four or five really good ones. So (laughs) I'm going to change it to one of them. Uh, And I'm finally getting my newsletter and my blogging restarted. That has also been more than two years since I moved here. Um, there's a combination of a whole bunch of things, many of which I've already talked about ad nauseum. (laughs) So I'm not going to mention it again. But for lots of reasons, a lot of that stuff just hasn't been worked on in the last couple of years. So I'm finally working on getting that stuff restarted. Yay! Feeling like a real live author again. (laughs) And I started writing a new book, so I can't remember if I told you last week, but I have been talking about writing a book on encouragement for writers for a couple of years. I don't know how much I've been talking about it, like to you, probably not at all, but I've been mentioning it to a couple of writer friends, my editor, and a whole bunch of things conspired so that I am actually writing the book right now. So guess what happened? I couldn't figure out what it was I wanted to say like I know what I want to say but there I was staring at the cursor on the blank page going um (laughs) and I know you know exactly what I'm talking about so at one point after about a half an hour of kind of just sitting there going well um The idea is and I was just typing things, you know, like the idea for this book is going to be encouraging writers and anyway, nothing was really (laughs) coming out. And finally I was just was laughing at myself, going, Oh my gosh, this is what everybody feels for at least one, usually more than one of their books when you're starting a new book. A lot of times you know kind of what you wanted to say, but then you're like, Okay, now that I'm starting it though, where do I start? Where do I begin? So I actually started writing what could end up being the first chapter, which I can't remember what I called it. But, um, but you know what? Since we're recording this and I'm on my computer, I can just go over to Scrivener and I can tell you that uh, that's not the right file. That's the superhero file. Anyway, nervous to start. That's what I called it. And I'm like, oh, yeah, maybe that'll be the first chapter of the book. I don't know. And so I was just writing about how, you know, sometimes we're just, we have this idea in our heads. And when we finally get to it, we're like, uh, um, <laughs> so, so there is that. That's, that's awesome. <laughs> but I did title this, How to Have Fun When There's No Toilet Paper. It, it's a, a little surprising to me. I shouldn't be shocked at people because, um, yeah, we all have our reasons for the weird things that we do, even though a lot of times looking back in retrospect, we're like, mm, "Yeah, that wasn't a good reason. That was just silly. Um, so why are people buying six months worth of toilet paper? I, I just I can't even conceive of why. Um, it's not like there won't be more toilet paper delivered to the grocery store tomorrow. But there's a whole bunch of people who are like, yeah, I don't need toilet paper yet. Okay, but now I do. And they just want to buy their four-roll pack. But no, no, somebody else had to buy six months worth. So um, I don't actually have a particularly good uh, solution for that problem, except for if the mall's still open, you go to the bathroom there at least once. Um, But I do have an idea when I get to the end. So what can you do? Well, Definitely, we should be going outside and <laughs> taking an afternoon walk. There is nothing in the air, in the, you know, lovely air around us that is going to hurt us. So um, it's the it's the sneezing and coughing and getting other people's saliva into our air that we breathe in that will give us a cold, the flu or whatever else. So um, definitely good fresh air is good for you. Oxygen, getting to your brain so that you're getting out of your desk chair or off of the couch. This is good for you. Sunshine, getting on your skin, as in skin. So I, I the, yesterday, the only thing that wasn't covered with gloves, coat, boots, whatever, was my face. And I think I got um, actually a tiny bit of, not really sunburn, but like I could tell that I had a red face later. I'm like, oh, look, that's sort of a sunburn. <laughs> But it was the only part of my body that got sun. So I'm like, all right, well, at least we got a little bit of vitamin D. Hopefully it's going to my brain. Um, But definitely you need a walk. So in the afternoon, go take a walk. Um, Obviously, there probably won't be that many people out. So that'll be good. And if there are, don't walk with them. (laughs) Uh, Do whatever you feel like you need to do, but definitely get some fresh air. Just sit on your back porch or whatever, or your front porch or whatever porch you've got. Um, I have a balcony. It doesn't really get much sun right now because they built a really tall building on the other side of the street, which is really annoying. So I can get fresh air, just not very much sun. Um, If your gym is closed or if you decided to temporarily stop going to the gym... (laughs) <laughs> this is this is going to be a problem for all of us if we let ourselves kind of just bleh, <laughs> go into a big puddle of yummy food that turns to fat. Um, there's a ton of stuff in your house and in your kitchen that you can do that will sort of make up for at least a little bit of it. So for instance, you could lift gallons of water and do um, bicep curls and tricep, whatever that's called, and I don't know. Um, my friend who's a trainer like has me doing these exercises that have names and then I can't remember their names. I just remember what I'm supposed to do. This one goes up, that one pushed down, something else goes sideways. <laughs> you can do that with all sorts of stuff that's in your kitchen or books or who knows what you could use. Um, you could do push ups, either push ups against the wall. If you're like, No, I can't do a push up I for me, like Now I can do push-ups. Now, because I've been working on it for two months, (laughs) I can do push-ups. But two months ago when I started, I couldn't do push-ups. So I was like doing push-ups against the wall, using my body weight. There's a name for that, which I can't think of right now. Yeah, so there's all sorts of things you could do. If you have an exercise ball, you can do different exercises on your ball, or you can just do regular Sit ups. Um, you could put your feet underneath the couch and do sit ups. There's all sorts of things you could do. You just have to decide that you want too bad enough. And at some point, I'm pretty sure in the next like 48 hours, I'll be like, okay, I'm tired of not going to the gym. I'm gonna start doing stuff in my living room, which for me means that I also actually have to vacuum the carpet because it really needs it, and I don't want to lay on it. <laughs> so that's 10 minutes of exercise too, right? If the mall's still open, you can walk the mall. If you don't want to be outside, though, I just think that the fresh air, there's probably, I'm guessing a little bit here, but based on the fact that it's March, which is mostly spring or mostly autumn in most of the areas of the world, or the equator, it's just always warm, um, probably there isn't any pl- anybody who's listening who lives someplace where the weather is so horrible right this second that you're like, no, seriously, really not going outside. There, There's going to be some... Um, Uh, some freak spring snowstorms you know up in the north I used to live in Michigan and we would have snowstorms right up until April May (laughs) mostly not they would be freak ones by the time we got to May but um, I'm just saying that you probably could walk outside and it's good for you and it'll make you feel better and what else makes you feel better music Don't we all love music? Some kind of music. There's probably some kind of music that you like or you like a whole bunch of different kinds of music. I have a bunch of CDs that I finally got out of a box and they're on the shelf in the living room and I realized "Ah, I've moved again. I once again do not have a stereo. Doggone it, I'm getting frustrated at how many times I have bought a stereo and then had to practically give it away when I moved. So, Until I figure out what I'm going to do about that, I can put my CDs in my computers. um, You know, I have a Mac, so they don't feel the need to use CD drives anymore. But I have uh, an attachment one that I plug in so I can listen to my Billy Joel and feel like, woo, Billy Joel. or whatever you like to listen to you could create a new list on Spotify or whatever you use online you could create a new writing playlist for the next series that maybe you haven't started yet you've already got a writing playlist for the series that you're on but hey I've got some free time and I don't know what to do and I'm bored and I just want to do something you could start your writing playlist for your next series um One of my friends put on some music and started dancing for exercise. And I'm like, that's a great idea, especially if no one can see you or you're not embarrassed. For me, that would be uh, when John's not looking and he can't see me uh, because otherwise I, yeah, he would laugh at me and then maybe I would be embarrassed. I'm not sure. Or maybe I can get him to do some slow dancing with me. Uh, Maybe, probably not, but maybe. (laughs) Maybe. spring cleaning this is another thing that you could do especially if you're like oh my gosh being in my home all this time is making me crazy you can start getting everything reorganized make a pile of all the things that you're going to take to the uh, thrift store as soon as you can um that's one of the things that we're probably going to work on this weekend is just sort of cleaning out um I, I I should be embarrassed probably, but there's a limit to how many things I can be embarrassed about. So this one is just not going to be part of my embarrassment list. We have so much stuff crammed into our offices because we haven't quite figured out where to put things. What do we still need? What don't we need anymore? What did we used to love, but now we don't really love it and we should just get rid of it. So I still, if you're watching, if you're not watching on YouTube, I am now moving my computer and showing you this ginormous pile of... I shouldn't say crap. If it was crap, I would get rid of it, but obviously I can't get rid of it. This is piles of, there's a pile here. Let's see, can I point and show you? That pile is a huge pile of just like um, empty or partially used journals that people have given me because I'm a writer and people are always like, oh, I thought you'd like a nice journal. Yes, thank you. I would. Or I've bought some journals that I just couldn't stay away from. And I'm like, oh my gosh, but this is so nice. It says Hogwarts on it. And I remember where I bought it. Um, Yeah, so... Think of things to, d- to put in your journals. That's another thing you could do. <laughs> Organizing things, cleaning things. Um, I already did this, but my bookshelves are kind of, sort of, um, organized by uh, category, uh, type of book. So business books, neuroscience books, writing books, that sort of thing, novels. Um, John thinks I'm crazy, but of course, I already alphabetized our DVDs because it's a really good reason. This is why you should alphabetize your DVDs, because you love movies or you wouldn't buy them. And it's so irritating to find out that you've bought two copies of the same movie. <laughs> so there you go. There's a good reason. That's something that you could do. Put on some music, alphabetize your DVDs. <laughs> How about the stuff that you forgot that's in your closet that you're like, oh yeah, look it, here's games and puzzles and card games that I totally forgot about. How about the writing games that you totally forgot about? So for instance, when I was, I I actually wasn't trying to clean my office. I was just trying to make a space (laughs) to put together the podcast. And I looked over, I'm like, oh yeah, I forgot about this. I have this deck of cards that I, I can't really remember. I got them from a marketing meeting and I can't remember why or where, but anyway, um, So the very first card that I was looking at when I picked up this deck says, Unity is strength. Where there is teamwork and collaboration, wonderful things can be achieved yes and it's perfect for today's podcast i found another deck of cards this is from the writer emergency pack Whoops, i'm trying to put it in front of the camera the writer emergency pack i'm like well if any time needs a writer emergency pack it would be now right so i was trying to remember because obviously i <laughs> haven't used them for a long time i couldn't remember how to use this one um so uh, on, the, on the how-to card, it says emergency procedures. Focus on the moment in your story that's causing you grief. Two, draw an illustrated idea card at random. No cheating. That's from this deck. Three, read it, then read the matching detail card. The card you choose may not seem to apply to your situation, but don't panic. Let the artwork, title, and suggestions trigger new ideas. And it can <laughs> Oh, I'm sorry. I have to finish reading it because it's funny. Most of these ideas will be terrible. That's okay. <laughs> the goal of the pack is to get you asking what if? Wrong turns are useful if they get you headed somewhere interesting. So then I looked at the very first card, card number 26. A house is not a home. Imagine one of your hero's allies is lying. <gasps> Friends who lie. What is the lie, and how could the hero discover it? Or, empty houses burn faster. How can you destroy your hero's initial setting or situation, preventing him from returning? Eek! Well, remember how um, Bilbo had to leave the Shire and couldn't go back because everybody... The, um, ah, John's listening to me record this podcast, and I'm so embarrassed because I can't remember the wraiths, the nine ring wraiths. Whew! I don't wanna know what's gonna happen when I finish recording and go out there and he's just gonna roll his eyes at me. But anyway, <laughs> if you're watching on YouTube, I am blushing. Um, so the nine ring wraiths were going to um go to the shire. So Bilbo was trying to get out of there so that they wouldn't go to the Shire, but anyway, dun dun dun. That's a way you can um get your hero to be unable to return to his home. Uh, the third idea is perhaps your hero finds a mid-story safe haven, a place or relationship of relative security. Brainstorm three dark secrets she could discover about it. Oh, So sometimes you find these wonderful things that you just forgot that you had. Then I found this CD from Susan Mallory, who is speaking at Orange County Chapter Romance Writers of America that I belong to for years and years, on using emotion in your writing. Now, this says that it's from our 30th birthday bash, which was five or ten years ago. <laughs> but, um, you know what, maybe I'll just listen to the CD today. And I got a couple of her books that are in my um, people to read and see how they did great things in such a great way. And, um, you know, how can I sort of not repeat, but, you know, you know how you you read, books that are better than yours so that you can figure out like how can I do things to become a better writer um and then I found some more cds michael jr funny for a reason he's my favorite comedian right now he's my I don't know if he's my favorite comedian ever I don't know you know you get on a roll right now michael jr is the guy that I'm listening to um funny family too so you can listen to him in front of your kids Um, and then I remembered that I had my awesome gym boss timer. It's actually for like running and I don't know, working out, but definitely I, I originally bought it for running, but then I was like, ah, I can use this for writing. So I set it so that it goes off at 25 minutes and then five minutes, then 25 minutes and five minutes. So yeah, similar to the Pomodoro method. And, um, so I use that to, to like focus on writing and I just heard somebody else say what was I listening to? Mm, I would give them credit if I could remember um, do do all of your work today that way like say for the next 25 minutes I'm going to work on my website for the next 25 minutes I'm going to organize the crap on my floor <laughs> uh, for the next 25 minutes then I'm going to write or you know whatever um, because if you're, able to focus on this is my one thing. You'll actually probably get more done in the 25 minutes. So another good reminder. I'm just full of helpful reminders today. I hope. Hopefully I will help you and me get more done. Um, other things when you're like, okay, I'm tired of putting puzzles together. That was the last thing that I said. Update your website. Oh, that's what I would like to do. It Badly, badly needs it. Uh, Release your books in large print. Let's say that you're like, I am so sick of writing even because I feel trapped in my home and I need to do something else. I just don't feel creative or I have no toilet paper and I need to get my mind off of the fact that I have to go to the bathroom. (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) You could look into releasing your books in large print, which you could do with vellum if you use vellum. Uh, or I think someone said 16-point or 18-point is the usual font if you are doing your books yourself and using something like Adobe InDesign. Um, so that's something you could do. You could create some more assets without actually writing if your brain's like, I, don't, I just don't want to work on stories right now. Uh, you could, this is another thing, I'm writing down a lot of ideas that are things that I thought of that I could do. You could watch some of the online classes you have bought and not finished. Hey, I'm not even going to try to think of how many that are. that is that are. I can't think of how many that are. It's a lot. It's probably not that many. It's just that it feels like a lot because I'm like, oh, I've started just about everything. I haven't finished mm, just about any of them. Uh, Sometimes you're just specifically looking for this specific topic. So you watch the videos for that topic. You go do the thing and then you're like, great. And then you start another book and you forget you haven't actually you know, finished watching all of the videos. So that's something you could do. And um, actually, I really like it. <laughs> I like classes of any kind, including online ones. So um, if you can remember some other people who took the classes with you, you could sort of have a watch party <laughs> and watch them together and like send each other text messages about, oh, that was a good point. You could, as a matter of fact, what a great segue, Zoom or Skype with some of your friends and do watching online classes together. You could do write-ins. We've actually done this before where um, where we're literally like, here's our five minutes of saying hello, blah, blah, blah. This is what I'm going to do. And then we have our half an hour of writing and, and we're still all online. So technically, you could probably um, hear each other's keys click click clicking on their computers and then somebody's alarm goes off at 25 minutes and then five minutes of like hello and we're talking and the whole time like if you looked at your computer you would see you know the four or five um little squares where people are just like looking down and typing and stuff it's kind of fun i like it uh it makes me feel like i'm actually with my friends even when i'm on the other side of the world um writing sprints write-ins brainstorming critiquing do you have a critique group that you can't meet um I I don't know why I was invited, but it was awesome. Uh, there's a critique group slash, I think they also do write-ins. I'm not sure. Anyway, some of my friends have a group in California. And since they are not going to get together in person right this second, uh, they were doing it on Facebook. So that's not my preference because... Uh, there's no way for me to remember to stop typing and look up and go, oh, sorry, everybody stopped five minutes ago, and now the talking's over, and now everybody's typing again. Anyway, but that is a way to do it. And they had a very successful meeting, basically. Uh, I can't remember what day, a few days ago. And they did um, Excuse me, several sprints, and then they did some discussion. uh, Somebody had already uh, pre-written down, prepared. I was like, pre-prepared. No, that's probably not how you say it. They had pre-prepared some discussion questions, and then people were ty- typing comments as a way to discuss. Um, I like being able to actually talk. I can obviously talk faster than I can type, so uh, so Skype and Zoom would be my favorite ways, but also you know Google Hangouts. But obviously, these people did a very successful meeting using uh, just Facebook and typing. So now, coming back to the toilet paper. <laughs> so wrapping this up. I just gave you so many ideas of things that you could do if you wanted to. Some of them will take some finagling because um, you're not in your usual. My life actually hasn't been changed hardly at all. My husband is home, but he's still working in another room. So I'm still in my office by myself doing my thing. I'm eating a lot more and I'm eating a lot better (laughs) and I'm going for afternoon walks, which I never used to do when I worked at home by myself. So in a lot of ways, my life is better. I have fewer meetings, so I'm getting more work done. Um, That is not necessarily true for everyone, but I would challenge you to look for ways that it is better. Um, There's probably something There might be five or ten things, and that would be awesome, right? Uh, Just things to add to your gratitude journal. And if you don't have one, things to add to your mental gratitude journal. But there are a lot of people trying to find ways to help out people in their community. Um, And uh, some of it is just sort of happening... Because suddenly somebody does something. John was telling me he read something um, that uh, someone in Italy opened their window and started singing. And then other people opened their windows and started singing. And then this whole community was just singing together. And I'm like, oh, I, I wonder if there is a video because I want to see. It just sounds super, super nice and wonderful and heartwarming. Um one of my other friends was talking about things that can be done on uh, using Facebook or okay this is another thing that I don't use so is it called Facebook community or something like that? It's like um the the group that you can join that's your local area where you can I don't know do a garage sale or like I have this extra thing who who needs it or whatever. Anyway, um he was talking about his wife was looking for people who, like, literally, they had run out of toilet paper and couldn't find it in the store. store hasn't been restocked yet. And she was giving away rolls of toilet paper. They're probably Costco members, so they probably had 36 rolls. <laughs> but I was like, that's super duper nice. Um, and then I wrote down several things here. Uh, basically, what what do the people in your community need? Or what are the people used to having that they don't get anymore. So for instance, um, everybody who goes to my church, we're used to getting together at least once a week, uh, as a, you know, a whole community, which is, I don't know, hundredish. hundred it's probably 150 people all together and 80 to 100 people maybe come per week. I'm not even sure. Um, Anyway, but then every two weeks we um, meet together in our own little connect group, Bible study, small group, life group. Everybody has a different name for it. Um, And that's like a smaller group of people who we eat together and we talk about, you know, the sermon questions and we talk about life. And we find out, you know, what what wonderful things are happening in each other's lives that we can praise God for and what things people need prayer for. Um, But now we're not doing that. Live and in person, <laughs> at least for a couple of weeks. So, then what else could we do? Well, again, we've got the whole Zoom, Skype option, Google Hangouts, you know, whatever kind of video way of doing things. We're doing a lot more. I hope people will continue to message more on Facebook Messenger in our little group that's for our Bible study people, um, finding out what people need, praying for people. And then, like one of my friends, uh, Like I think I said at the beginning of this Poor thing had her very first chemo yesterday And was alone at the hospital Because of circumstances And so um, some of the other ladies uh, So I've talked about fika in Sweden. It's the most wonderful world word. And a lot of times we'll have fika after church, which is just, you know, some yummy snacks after church. And um, so the fika group, who who normally is doing these yummy snacks after church, they've been all talking and creating a new group with even more of the women in church. And um, one of the women has created a schedule for who can make food for uh, Yvonne and her family and deliver it and who else can make food but can't deliver it but somebody else can go pick up all the food and deliver it and anyway people are finding ways to make this work and I'm like okay so what I can do is I can take the bus to their house call them from the driveway you know be like here's my food and then probably put it on the picnic table outside. That's what I was thinking. And then, you know, they can go get it. That way there's no chance that anybody can send any germs into their house. They do not need any germs in their house right now when she is um, going to be going through these chemo treatments. So what else can you think of to do? Um, Is there somebody that um, has a new baby or Maybe has several kids and it wouldn't hurt for her to maybe have somebody make her a casserole or something that she could put in the freezer so that she doesn't have to be, you know, quite as overwhelmed with all the stuff that um, he or she, you know, is doing with a whole bunch of kids at home 24-7 unexpectedly and supposed to be trying to work as well. Um, There's probably somebody in your group of friends, community, whatever, who could use some help from you and help that you don't mind giving, like just a little bit. And you can find a way to give them that help in some way that doesn't you know, require us to go outside this social distancing, um, horrible new norm that we have to do for now. You know how hard it was for me to not hug people at uh, at the event that I went to in London? Because I'm like, oh, hello. Oh, there were so many people, I can't really even show you on the YouTube video, but um, there's so many people like, we're reaching our hand forward to shake each other's hands and then going, oh, um, I mean, hi. And then we just sort of wave and it's just, it just became this, eh, it's silly, but you know what I mean. There are hormones, uh, chemicals, something, I can't remember which one. I love all these neuroscience books, but sometimes I forget all the words. Um, that get released into your brain when you do nice things for other people, uh, especially when you do something nice and then you feel good about it. That's It's the feel good about it. That's when the chemicals are being released. So if you're like, uh, I don't like being by myself, or I'm getting tired of being home, or you're just feeling like, if you do something nice for somebody, and then allow yourself to be like, that felt really good. um, Then you'll have these hormones, chemicals released into your body, making you feel happy. So that will be good too. Now, if you're wondering, why didn't she mention Netflix? That's what I'm doing. Well, (laughs) as things worked out, John and I decided that we were going to give up using our television for Lent, which started, you know, like the week before everything started shutting down. So no video games, no Netflix, no DVDs. We still have four weeks to go. And I'm laughing because I'm just like, wow, God knew this would happen. I wonder if he's laughing (laughs) because John and I are now like, okay, honestly, it's, Um, it's tough in a way because what I really want to do is sit down and watch a movie or uh, binge watch on some great series that I know is already on Netflix right now, like the next season of Ozark or the next season of Better Call Saul or whatever else I have in my queue. But um, honestly, it's kind of nice. You know, we sit together quietly in the evening. We talk, we read. Um, We watch videos from some of these (laughs) online classes about being a better writer. So that's kind of fun for me. And John enjoys it so long as we don't do it for too long. Um, I think that maybe I enjoy it more than he does. Um, like he enjoys it. He just, he doesn't want to do it for hours. Totally understandable. So that's it. That is the fun I can imagine without toilet paper. The good news is probably no kids are going to come TP your house, right? <laughs> um, I have no idea. I'm sure that if some kid got a hold of a roll of toilet paper and thought it would be super duper funny they would still use it that way but those are my ideas I hope that this was um, fun a little a little cheerfulness into your life a little bit of encouragement maybe some ideas about things that you forgot that you could do And um, I promise I have lots of interesting people coming to talk to you very soon, starting next week. I'm almost 100% sure no one's going to cancel on me for next week. So I will be able to interview other people. If you like listening to me, let me know. If you're tired of listening to me so many times in a row, let me know gently. In the meantime, people who are coming up for sure talking about things is uh, a writer friend of mine who writes um, using a business project management technique. This is how she's organizing her series. That's going to be super interesting coming up soon. Um, An author that I already interviewed, well, it was definitely last year, 2019. Can't remember when exactly. Um who lives in Hawaii. She's got a new uh, romantic suspense book coming out and um, that's gonna be a fun interview. I'm reading the book right now and uh, she's just one of those writers that you sort of, you forget you're reading because you're so into the story. I love that. It's like when you get into the flow of writing and you sort of forget that you're typing, you're just in it. Yeah, um, that's what her books make me feel like, like I'm just in in the story rather than reading it. It's anyway, you probably know what I mean. It's wonderful. And then another one of my friends, we're going to talk a little bit more about um, living in this crazy new temporary new normal um, and hopefully have some encouraging and uh, and helpful ideas for you on that. Um, another new friend, um, he and I are going to be talking about his book, about Okay, first of all, I'm probably going to totally mess this up. John says I never describe anything right. But um, he wrote a book that has to do with some people who were in the Arctic, And um, like some emergency survival preparedness stuff that was specific to this group of people and stuff. But we're going to talk a little bit about how some of those things can be um, part of our normal lives, like what sorts of things could we use as um, survival skills when it's just like surviving a new normal kind of thing. for instance, if you have more people in your house, you might be thinking, how can I not kill all the people in my house because they're making me crazy? I don't know. Uh, Anyway, so lots more interviews coming up. Super excited. And I hope that you are having a blessed day. If you're thinking, yeah, no, that's not happening. I want you to, I challenge you to think of at least three things that actually are really good about today. Uh, at least one or two things that are good about the situation that you find yourself in. And I challenge you to think of at least three things that you could do with your writing career that will move it forward that is um, partially because you have a different kind of new time. At the very least... You're um, not traveling to and from work. That's a little extra time in your day. On the other hand, I totally understand some of you are perhaps um, using that time and way more just trying to corral your kids. That was another thing I was going to say, that um, you could be helpful to your community by writing about um, what you're finding is working with having your kids at home and being asked to work at home as well. Um, Because you're probably... (laughs) Um, already finding ways that um, can work without necessarily tying them up in chairs and um, putting tape over their mouth, which, you know, sounds like something that would work, but possibly child services would be called if anybody escaped the ties. So... You could uh, write about on Facebook or a blog post what's working for you as far as um, having uh, kids in the house while you're trying to work. So many things that you could do to be helpful and you'll feel better about your life when you find that you're being helpful to other people. So happy writing. Have a good week. I will see you next week. And remember, there are things to be happy about, things to be excited about, things to be grateful for. Um, and definitely get outside and get some fresh air that will make you feel a lot better about everything. Have a great week. We will talk to you later.